Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. It's not always winter. There's spring. People love spring. That's a, that's a fun day. <laughs> what a lie spring is, right? I always spend the entire spring waiting for it to be spring, right? You're like, is it spring? No, it's snowing. <laughs> Next day, you're like, is it spring? No, it's 90 degrees. I guess we miss those tiny white flowers. Comedian Jim Gaffigan there. Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102. It's 10 after 7. So there's a company that's willing to pay you $2,400 to go without screens for 24 hours. Can you do it? Also coming up, how to improve your memory. And it's actually pretty simple. And six social etiquette rules everyone should follow. It is Monday, the 22nd of March of 2021. We're Jeff and Jenny. Here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. There is a website called reviews.org that is willing to pay someone $2,400 to go 24 hours without any screens or technology. They'll also give you $200 to buy stuff in advance to keep you occupied for the day, like Maybe board games or art supplies or whatever you think you need to get by. It for just one can't. day? For one day, 24 hours. Go stare at the sky for 24 yeah. hours. Or take a Tylenol PM and just <laughs> see you later. They want $200 worth of Tylenol PM. I mean, you just need one bottle of Tylenol PM, which is what, eight bucks, six bucks? If you're interested and you think you can survive, they are taking applications through Friday. They will announce the winner on Monday. To find out if you won, they say they'll be announcing it on their YouTube channel, so be sure to subscribe. And no, I don't think they recognize the irony of that. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Mm -hmm. if you're off, how are you supposed to get the alert? Board games are one way to pass the time. And if you can remember three outages ago to when Hasbro decided to change the Mr. Potato Head brand name to just Potato Head, here's the next benign change that should still get social media arguing. Hasbro announced that Monopoly is getting a, quote, refresh. They'll be changing all 16 community chest cards for the first time in 85 years to try to bring them more in line with modern life. Uh, Quote, Covering topics like beauty contests, holiday funds, and life insurance, there is no denying 
The Monopoly Games community chess cards are long overdue for a refresh. You can vote on new cards on their website. Some possibilities are you help build a new school playground. Then you get to test the slide, collect $100. Oh, okay. I didn't know what the community chess cards were before. So they would say stuff like how you could get more money from the game or something? Yeah, it would be like, uh, hey, you won a beauty contest. Here's $100. Or you just cashed in your life insurance policy. You know, here's this much money. Or here's a Christmas bonus check or something along those lines. Oh, that's cool. So these are just a little more in line with modern times, modern thinking. Like, here's another one. Blasting music late at night. Your neighbors do not approve. Go directly to jail. (laughs) The new card should be an official part of the game by the end of the year. I do like playing board games. Have you guys been playing anything? Not in a long time. Yeah? Cards as of late, or Rummy Cub or Rummy Cube, however you say that game. Oh, yeah. We do a lot of, like, kid games. Like, we have that Hi-Ho Cheerio and um, Candyland, stuff like that. I like it better than watching TV sometimes, you know, like just to kind of change the brain activity a little. Engage the mind, something a little more interactive. Uh, Speaking of engaging the mind, we have a new trick that you can use to really help improve your memory. This is something I I see Tim do every day. Uh, A new study at the University of Tokyo figured out that people tend to remember stuff way better if they handwrite it with a pen and paper. Here's my to-do list right here. Look at that. He handwrote it. Every day. He's got an iPhone. You know, he's got he's got his notes, he's got a calendar, but he chooses to handwrite it down on a piece of paper. Yeah, and there are things that I do put in on my phone. I got the joint calendar, and then I got my notes in here that I do put stuff in. But for each day's activities, I have... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. They handwrite it because I will, I, I, Forget. I won't go in my phone to look at the notes. Yeah, see, I'm like that too, Tim. I do, like I handwrite a grocery list versus like keeping it on the whatever. I love like, mm-hmm. because I think there's something about, for me, it's like visualizing what's on the list. And the same with our show. So I have like a handwritten show calendar where I keep like vacations or interviews. And, but in my brain, I'll be like, what do we have going on for Monday? And I'm like, I know I can see something on the calendar because I remember writing it down, even if I don't necessarily remember yep. what it is. You yep. know what I mean? So I used to write stuff down on a sticky note, and then I would stick the sticky note on the inside of my wallet so it would be there every time I opened up my wallet. Oh, neat. Yeah, but That's now, a good reminder. In the age of, like, you know, Apple Pay and things where you don't really go into your wallet, wallet. as much, it doesn't mm-hmm. really help me. So I write things down in the note section of my iPhone, and that seems to work at it because I do make it a point to check that periodically throughout the day. However... They do say that if you handwrite it with a pen and paper, your list of things to do, simply by handwriting it, we commit it to memory better than if we type it. 
And the researchers think it's because using a paper and pen is more tactile. So we form stronger memories because it's using more parts of our brain. Yeah, that makes sense to me. All right, we're going to take a break here. Coming up, Kellogg's is bringing back those straws that make your milk taste like cereal. Oh, yum. Yeah, I thought you might like that. And six social etiquette rules everyone ought to follow, at least according to this expert. I got mine Thursday. Tim got his on Friday. Yep. Yep. Or at least uh, one of two, anyway. One of two. How'd you guys do? I just want to give a shout out to Laura, who was my pharmacist from Kroger. I did the Cintas Center one, and she works, I think, at the one in Hamilton. She was telling me the. Oh, that's I nor- love the Kroger that's her in Hamilton store, the West, the West Hamilton one. Yeah, yeah, I've been to that one multiple times. And uh, I went in, and because I thought I was getting the Johnson and Johnson, and then I wasn't, and so then I was pissed. And then because he only wanted one, she didn't want to go through that twice. Like I don't even want it to begin with, but I'm doing <laughs> it for the the good of the planet. So give me my one shot, and then it wasn't. But the uh, the National Guard was there, and they were super cool. Everyone was super nice, and I'm glad I did it. But cool. I told her, I said, I'm not feeling this, and I don't want, and I don't like needles, and <clears throat> and that's why you didn't want to do like a. You just wanted to do one shot and be done. Yeah, because if you get two shots, you got to go back for another needle. I have a hard time remembering my normal days. I remember your needle rant when you were like, "Stop showing us yeah. people getting shots in the arm." Yeah. On TV, you but don't she was like very that. kind. She knew how to deal with people that don't like needles and had an attitude issue for the minute. And by the end of it, we were besties. Oh, That's nice. great. So. so you both go back in April. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you were at the Cintas Center. It yep. went uh, relatively smoothly. Big. Smooth as silk, man. Everyone was super nice and helpful. And yeah. it, it was just in and out, in and out. It felt like no one was there, even though they had dished out thousands of these things. Yeah, I was at UC on Thursday for mine, and that was also incredibly efficient and just fast moving. They did a really good job. Jeff went through a drive through vaccination I did. site. Yeah. Put your arm out the window, well, sir. Because I said to right him, the window. I was like, I know you have to wait 15 minutes after you get the shot. Because I was like, I was like, what do you do? Just sit in your car? He's like, yeah. Yeah. They just <laughs> they just say go down one level and swing around. And there are these little parking spaces. And they have uh, either an EMT or an RN that just kind of supervises like two cars at one time. And you hang out for 10 or 15 minutes. They schedule you for your second shot. And then you're done. And you're good to go. Yeah. Uh, but for Tim, who hates needles, he would not have enjoyed this. So I, I don't think I mentioned this, but I was part of the AstraZeneca trial, mm-hmm. which we just learned today that AstraZeneca is filing for like an emergency authorization for their vaccine, which is uh, based on the U.S. study, 79% effective. So why would I get the shot since I was already in the AstraZeneca trial? Because I was unblinded and found out that I got the placebo. Which we had suspected because you, that or you were like the man of steel because you had no side effects at all. Like your arm didn't hurt. You never developed any symptoms at all whatsoever. No, and I was pretty sure like by that afternoon after the first AstraZeneca quote unquote shot that I received in the trial that I had gotten a placebo um, but and you then never I went know. back in, then that's what the yeah. nurses would say because, you know, they don't know. And it, and it was a double blind study. So here's what happened. The Pfizer vaccine came out shortly after I was involved in this study with AstraZeneca. And then after the Pfizer, uh, the, the Moderna vaccine came out and then the Johnson Johnson. So AstraZeneca sent out an email to all of the participants saying, 
now that the vaccine is out, if you want to be unblinded, mm-hmm. when when you are eligible to get the vaccine, if you ask us to, we will unblind you so that if you did, in fact, get a placebo, you can get your own vaccine on your own time. And so that's what I did when I became eligible. I asked to be unblinded and my suspicions were correct. I did, in fact, receive a placebo. Mm-hmm. And so I went ahead and I got the, uh, I guess I ended up getting the Pfizer's. I didn't, you know, hand pick it, but that's just what. That's just the one you got. That's what was available to me. Yeah. I can't go until, I mean, it's not recommended that I go because I had COVID. So you got to wait a certain I have amount to, of time. They or recommend, something. like the CDC guidelines recommend you wait 90 days, which is three full months. So I won't even be like eligible until I think May, sometime in May. I see. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see how much changes, you know, how many things change between now and May. Because it's like there's so many, like the AstraZeneca's coming now and all these other things are happening. Yeah. When I got the the Pfizer shot, you know, when I got the real shot, I mean, I knew almost immediately, as did Tim. I'm like, oh, that's not a placebo. Yeah. That one stings a little. It Well, it just, it was achy. You know, like I had that muscle ache for a good two days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It immediately hurt. Once it went in, you're like, oh, there she is. Well, and yeah. I told you, too, I've heard that the second dose of most of the vaccinations, it kind of does take people down. Like, they have some symptoms, and a lot of people have to take off work. Yeah, there have been some reports of increased symptoms, I guess, some, on that yeah. second shot, depending on the shot, depending on the person, of course. But Yeah, I was talking to a girl over the weekend that's fully vaccinated. She's a school teacher. She works at a school. And I was like, oh, I heard you were, like, taken down. She's like, yeah, you know, I was fine that morning. She's like, but it was later that night. Mm -hmm. I started getting some symptoms. I had a little bit of a fever. She's like, the next day I felt like total crap. Like, I couldn't get out of bed. But the third day she was like, I'm back. So it was really just, like, 24, 48 hours-ish kind of thing for her. Kristen's parents both got the Pfizer vaccine. Uh, Her mom, totally fine. Mm-hmm. Her dad, like, it kicked his butt. Yeah. yeah that second shot kind of kicked his butt, but uh, mom was okay. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. That ever, yeah. Just affects so everybody yeah. uh, differently. But I'm going to be paying attention to you, too, because I know so, Jeff is getting his on a Thursday, so we might have a little on Friday a yeah, we might have happy a hour. Three-day weekend, yeah. and Tim's getting his on a Friday. So, so Maybe I'm, I'll hopefully be better by Monday, but yeah. if not, you know. You don't know. <laughs> Nudge, nudge, setting, the ground, setting the foundation here for that. Lay the foundation yeah, right. now. Uh, by the way, speaking of COVID, I guess there's a guy from Vermont who flew out of Montreal before the pandemic and left his car there in Montreal. Oh, and he can't go in the country to get it. Yeah, he, he's not allowed to cross the border to get it back. Or he, he wasn't allowed, but he was finally, eventually reunited with his car after a year did you see there was a um story and i i don't know if it was on cbs any morning if i watched this on willie geist but he was talking about tim it was somewhere so in detroit can you walk up to the river and like see into canada it's like going down to newport okay, yeah. and looking into cincinnati so they Same had this couple there was a it was a male female couple that had met. So they just screaming across and the river. And one person lived in Detroit, <laughs> and one and the man lived in um, Canada. And they were not allowed to see each other, but they go down to the banks of the river and they look at each other through binoculars and talk on the phone. Oh, that's cute. so they can yeah. see each other. 
and also talk to each other. It was it was a really cute story, but that was like the situation. They have been dating for years, like three or four years, and they haven't been able to see each other outside of like Zoom or whatever. There was a way that she got around it. It was like some random loophole where she had to fly from Detroit to Montreal or where Quebec or whatever it was and then take a train or something to that city where he was. It was like some random loophole she got around it by flying, but she had to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars just going to, to see him when they literally minute. were like a bridge apart. That's nuts. Yeah. Well, this guy just wanted his car back and it was stuck in Montreal while he was in Vermont. Uh, he was able to make a deal with a dual U.S. Canadian citizen to drive it to him, and he mailed her the key. She drove it across the border to give it to him and to see her grandmother in Vermont for the first time in a year. Oh, that would wow. be very handy to have a, a, a dual citizenship because in situations like that mm-hmm. where you're stuck and you have, like, two passports or more than one passport you know sometimes you can make entry through that other country you just have to go in a sort of roundabout loop way, way. cost yeah. you a little extra money but at least yeah. you have the means my buddy chases dual citizenship his mom is american his dad is canadian that's where he, that's grew, up, he grew up in the united states mom and dad are now older and retired they both have chosen to live in canada for health care reasons as mm-hmm. retirees right so in order for him to go across to see them, even though he's dual citizenship, there's still like another layer of hoops they gotta jump hoops through. and paperwork yeah. he has to go through just to go see his mom who lives four miles away. Wow. wow. You know? That's that crazy. Wild. Yeah. And Canada's strict too mm-hmm. with their borders see, ever since COVID started. But I think he's only been over there one time because of all of the you know, the stuff he's gotta do to get in. Mm. Yeah. And then come back, you know, yeah. and, then, and then he's gotta sit out. Work for so many because you gotta isolate. Oh, you gotta isolate, right. quarantine. It's like it's just a lot. They were talking about a lot of people too that find love on cruise ships, like the people that work on the cruise ship, because they're always from all over oh, the, the world. world yeah. And now that they have kind of just like made these cruise ships like sit in whatever port, and they sent everyone back home. It's like these people that have been in love or found love on cruise ships they're not seeing their significant others either because no one can travel that's a real test relationship yeah, test for right sure there, isn't it so people watched a lot of television during the pandemic but get this family matters was huge it's a With yeah this day and the the Steve Urkel show from the 1990s. And the guy from Die Hard who was secretly Luther Vandross's lover in a lot of celebrity rumor bins. Oh, yeah. Really? I don't really remember much about that show. According to Nielsen, Americans watched more than 11.3 billion minutes of Family Matters in the year 2020, which is up 392% from 2019. When we watch just 2.3 billion minutes. But I guess the show is streaming on Hulu and it's in syndication on TBS. Can I do that? <laughs> right. I forgot. Yeah. Wow. TJF. Exactly. Do you remember any of the episodes? Not even one. And I'm sure I watched I it. I used to see promos for it all the yeah. time, but I never actually watched the show. It's on Netflix now or what? How are it's people watching oh, The show is streaming on Hulu, but you can find it in syndication on TBS. 
And as big as that number seems, it's still dwarfed by friends. In 2020, viewers watched nearly 97 billion minutes of the show Friends, which was up 30% from the year before. Yeah, nostalgic sitcoms have been really popular during the pandemic. Uh, The numbers for Family Matters are very similar to George Lopez, which was up 113%. The Bernie Mac show was up 71%. Roseanne was up 70%. The Andy Griffith show was up 30%. (laughs) And get this, the Andy Griffith show was watched about half as much as Friends. We consumed a lot of television. 58.3 billion minutes of it. In the year 2020, we, we didn't have anything else to do. And by the way, speaking of things to do, March Madness continues with the last half of the second round. Iowa versus Oregon today. Gonzaga versus Oklahoma. Creighton versus Ohio. Bobcats, let's go. I'm rooting for them hardcore. And I'm also rooting for this Oral Roberts team that has just been slaying everyone that's better than, like, they were supposed to be better than them. It has been March Madness in the truest sense of the word. And we have a situation, too, on our CBS bracket here at the radio station. I had selected UCLA to win this thing against Arkansas, and I have those two teams in my final final game, but for some reason, it didn't indicate it. And so on the list of everyone participating at work here... He doesn't have a team listed as a winner. I don't have a winning team. Well, I was looking at it this morning because they're actually only like, out of the whole building or whoever did it, there's only 35 people entered. So I went to see, like, I was in 16th place and Tim was in 22nd. There's 100 bucks on the line. And yeah, they give you money if you win. But um, Tim, I was like, Tim, yours doesn't have a li- like a little icon I didn't even there because I I had selected a winner. Anyway, I emailed HR who's putting this contest on, and I said, "You're the administrator of this thing. Get in there and put put it in there. You have the power mm. to change Fix this. it." <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash Fly Healthy.